0: Welcome to From Cover to Cover, a podcast that serves to accompany both classical and contemporary works of literature for those who are more on the audio-visual learner side. Chapter 8, Sweetheart of Samjabam. Hi, welcome back to another one of these video reviews. So that's pretty awesome. I'm going to talk about the Sweetheart of Samjabam, which is one of um, the more interesting chapters for me definitely very intriguing to see the transformation of a character in this story that I will talk about right now. This entire chapter is just kind of like a story recollection of uh, O'Brien um, telling a story that wrote this guy named Rat Kiley told him. Rat Kiley's also a soldier who served in the same command as O'Brien. So they're getting they have arguments about storytelling, so it's like, oh yeah, like Brad right, Kylie claims that this is hundred percent accurate and then O'Brien says that oh there's he says that, he claims that. But there are some exaggerations and these and he explicitly point out these exaggerations are not necessarily to just like exaggerate and just tell lies. But it's just to get the reader, get the audience to empathize more with the soldiers' experience, what they actually felt. Because, you know, we're secondhand. We don't really know how the soldiers actually felt. It feels very dramatic and much more dramatic than we could ever imagine. So they make the story even more dramatic so that we can definitely garner a similar reaction to what these soldiers are experiencing. So we, t- we look into the story of Marianne Bell, was a high school sweetheart of a medic named Mark Fossey and uh, yeah, so his her high school su- it's he's her, she's his high school sweetheart, and she comes back after the group of medics in the infantry. They're like, yeah, like I miss girls, I miss like women, and they talk about prostitution. They're talking about like getting prostitutes from Vietnam. And she comes back, so when um, she comes back. To Vietnam she's like super interested in learning the Vietnamese culture and like keep in mind this girl is like young and she's naive like she came in with like dresses, rich clothes, makeup, pretty face, you know like this type of girl who came in and now she's like interested in just learning about Vietnamese culture and the Vietnam War and she gets really up close and hands-on at the medics work and treating the injured soldiers and she also um, practices using the M16 assault rifle, which is something very different. She becomes kind of like obsessed with it. So after a while, she becomes obsessed with like, how these weapons, and then she starts like stopping to put on makeup and like dressing up as a girl, like how she did, how she would do in America. So everyone's concerned about her. and one day she just disappears. Now, there's another medic group, across. That nearby this infantry that's called the green barrettes and she's disappearing and then when she comes back she's wearing green fatigues like you heard of the green barrettes so she's been hanging out with some other medic infantry group so yeah it's kind of creepy and then uh there's some slip ups so like she's so this is like a symbolism of her losing her innocence but there are some like instances where she does go back to her femininity for example, when Mark Fossey talks to her about, uh, talks to her about like his feelings, then she's dressed up like a normal girl, like a normal girl to them, and then they get engaged and stuff. And then she's acting a little feminine again, and then suddenly she disappears for a longer period of time. And then Mark Fossey, who once again is her high school sweetheart, who is the original medic who was already in Vietnam. He looks for her, and then he finds her in the green barrette thing, totally just, like, dead bones, dead bodies, enchanting, chanting. And she's, like, terrifying, like, she's, like, killing people and celebrating it. And, you know, this is, she's also just like, yeah, this is my life now, Mark. If you can't accept me for who I am, then, well, you can't be my life. And that's the end of the story and then keep in mind that the soldiers who are listening to the story because once again remember this is a story that is told um by told again in a story like this the whole story but yeah the soldiers who are listening to the story they're like dang rat like this is not a good ending this there's no ending like what happens to her well, you do tell us so then that's like that thing you know next i'm going to do an analysis of the text but using the questions that are provided in the summer assignment so let's just get into it so the first question is these can be the conceptual question, so the social question because i think this this chapter has enough that i can answer for some social on like on one end which i'll talk about right now so which social groups are omitted from a text and well, how might this reflect about its production <laughs> and what might it reflect so um Definitely, in this text, women are heavily excluded from the narrative. And that makes sense, you know, because O'Brien is writing this about his experiences as a soldier in Vietnam. And in, during the Vietnam War, women weren't allowed to be drafted in the war. So it was very rare to see a woman in Vietnam or, like, as an active part of the war. So, yeah, so that's how it... This really does t- um, go back to a time when women weren't allowed to war. Because now women are veterans too and we definitely know this this is the social norm of the time and also something that's really omitted inside this text is vietnamese civilian population because the vietnamese people are also a big part of this um this book it's part of it's a big part of the war but we don't really ever talk to vietnamese civilians so I know in the future there will be some mention on Vietnamese bullying, so this question will be answered again in the near future. But as of right now, there's been nothing. And then we know that they're massive, and there should be some more stuff on them. And how valid is the assertion that literature is a voice for the oppressed? So in this book, the voices that are speaking are white males. So, for example, O'Brien is a Caucasian... American man. And he's writing. And all of his colleagues are also probably Caucasian-American men. Caucasian-American, arguable, could be other races. But men, yes. But probably mostly Caucasian-American, also yes. So this is, this literature itself is not a voice of the oppressed. But I say that it does give a voice to a conception that a lot of people don't understand, which is the veteran perspective. Especially in, during the Vietnam War, the veter- American veterans who came back home were often discriminated against. And like to, in this through the world, we see um, veteran homelessness, veteran mental illness, addiction in veterans. And these are all um, issues that we sometimes, as a society, shy away from. And this gives a voice to... The horrors that are experienced in war, and how we need to help our veterans more and be more um, considerate of what they went through, and they, therefore transfer that consideration into how we are able to, as a community, support them. So, I think that really does a lot to talk about veterans' perspective. How might the text be? Oh, how and why is the social group represented in a particular way? so in this chapter we deal with the woman a lot we introduce one of our first main female characters mary ann bell so mary ann bell she's a female and as a female she's portrayed as an innocent sweetheart loving girl like she's a representation of innocence in this story she comes to vietnam as literally someone's high school sweetheart She's coming wearing makeup, cute dress, you know. She came also because some medic wanted to, you know, was craving a woman's presence. And um, this representation of women as innocent people definitely is something that the book touches upon a lot. It's a lot of veteran slang that I'm hearing. In a lot of books, the motif in a lot of books about war is this treatment of woman. So that's something that definitely is, I can see in this book as well. Representation of women as innocent, non-war-like objects. And how are the text being read and interpreted by two different readers from two completely different cultures? So, um, once, I'm an American, I mean, I'm a Vietnamese American, and I'm also a, um, woman so i'm going to analyze the text from both perspectives so first of all as a woman um as a woman i am this book has not been the best uh to other women um i don't really enjoy the way the women are being represented in this book they treat it as either stupid well not really stupid but like yeah kind of stupid just insignificant um insignificant innocent uh helpless in a way especially like going back to the beginning of the book where there was that girl who lieutenant cook was like obsessed with her and oh and sexualized the women are extremely sexualized in this book like that's like i think that's the all all the girls that are even brought into this book it's because some guy was like sexualizing them lieutenant cooks imagined was fascinated by this girl's virginity and then um rat the the story all they focused on was mary ann being like an innocent girl like she was even brought back just for the purpose of like for the purpose of sex and they were even talking about bringing prostitutes into the story because they just wanted sex. And that's all women are to these men. And that's obviously extremely alarming. And I, and as a woman, I don't enjoy that representation of women as sexual objects. Um. So that's why when I read about Mary Ann going into like this crazy state where she was obsessed with the war. And she ended up learning how to shoot an assault rifle. And then became this massive killer no i do not condone killing i don't believe that mary ann chose anything right righteous and you know killing it makes me terrified of her that's terrifying but the fact that she was able to step away from a societal norm that was an expectation of a woman to just be innocent and not love war it makes me admire her for that the fact that she just Defied societal norms. Vietnamese Americans. There's not really much I can say right now because there's not any mention of Vietnamese. But like, I guess I can say that. Why aren't there any representation of Vietnamese up to this point? I know there will be in the future, but okay. Last question. It says, what ideas are universal about this text? So, this text. In order to answer this question, you have to analyze this chapter. So. This chapter has a common, this book has a common motif in storytelling. So Rat Kylie is literally telling the story of Mary Ann, and um, there's a lot of debate over what's a good story, like Rat Kylie says that it's all true, but O'Brien says there's parts that are exaggerated, but then he also supports the exaggeration because he's saying that the exaggeration is not just to lie, but it's just to gain greater empathy from the audience who's listening to it to kind of relate to the horrors that were actually experienced by the soldiers so is that wrong is it wrong to tell some lies is it wrong to fluff up a story if that means that you get your message across better that's a question to consider and also at the end um the soldiers are wondering why isn't there an ending and that's another question to consider does every does every story have to have an ending in order for it to be good how does open-ended those stories, ones that we have to speculate and imagine? Are those not good stories? And it's also, this book also deals a lot with loss of innocence. Because soldiers who go to war come in as innocent boys, who lived live normal American childhood mostly. And now they're off to a war where they're faced with death, murder, fear, dirtiness, <laughs> and weapons all the time, you know? This is a clear loss of innocence, and this is represented by Mary Ellen. She's actually Mary Ann. I mean, she's actually a symbol of the loss of innocence when she comes in as a sweet little girl to now like a bloody killer. That's another big universal.